everybody's leaving, but why? CYA squared. You ever heard of that? No, I know you heard the first one. I'll tell you what that's all about. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business, business Bros. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. to do your thing, so do me a favor. Do what you do best. Drop some hate. Let's do it all right, all you business pros out there. Before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you are listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review. Help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings. We'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on to learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz, schedule your time, and don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. All right, everybody, we're so excited and honored to bring yet another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. Our guest today has made it her mission to lift up San Diego small businesses. While she and her team excel at lifting up any and all small businesses, they take a particular delight in helping San Diego's law firms. As a business coach and consultant for attorneys, our guest has helped those who have found themselves exhausted from managing their business and people struggling to find the time to manage their own caseload. Our guest has seen too many cases where attorneys and other business owners find themselves going at it alone, leaving themselves open to risks that threaten the very businesses they're working so hard to build. If you are in business, you need a strategy along with the systems and processes to grow. Tune in today to hear how our guest has helped lo local law firms build those systems and processes to drive success and maximize their bottom line through their people. Joining us today from Guided Leadership Solutions out of sunny San Diego, welcome to the show, Don Myers! Oh, it ended so soon. <laughs> we just got started dancing. Yeah, I'm getting into it. Getting into it. If it's not fun, I don't want to do it. Nope, nope. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> rule to live by. Diego, you are here with us in the world of Carnesada Fries, California burritos, and 95 degree weather in the winter time or the right? winter-ish time, right? Seriously, November. I'm, I'm, I'm sweating. This is <laughs> bullshit. I know. I, come on, exactly. man. <laughs> I know. I made the mistake of walking my dogs before this. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. So <laughs> It's perfect, though, because you've been bringing the heat to some of these attorneys, like lighting fires under people's butts, getting them in the groove of things. Uh, you've managed to not only CYA, but CYA squared. CYA twice. Squared. Tell me a little squared. bit about yourself and what the heck is CYA squared? I will get all into it. So I started out in hospitality, um, just took a temporary job to um, help a company out, a hotel, San Diego Hotel out. It's called the Clarion Hotel Bayview years ago. And um, after 30 days of being temporarily holding up their HR department, they just kept going and kept me on. And then they let me know they're going to close the hotel for renovation. 
and I need to lay off 136 people. I'm like, well, okay, never did that, but I'll figure it out. So I figured that out and uh, laid 136 people off with no um, lawsuits, no claims. Um, and then I thought I'd be the 137th laid off. And they called me in and said, how would you like to be the director of human resources when we reopen? I'm mm. like, well, why not? And uh, so I spent 14 months during the renovation, just networking, getting to know people. I really believe everything flows through relationship. It's all about who you know, staying connected, being true to yourself. And um, we opened up a brand new hotel at the end of 2004, uh, San Diego Marriott Gas Lamp Quarter with Altitude on top. And I was privileged enough to run that hotel for 14 years. Um, left there when the general manager um, resigned and went to the Pendry San Diego, a new build, and then decided, you know, I, I want to do more. I, I want to add more value. And that's when I got into consulting and realized that there are a lot of people that I could help out there. And mm -hmm. really with my philosophy of CYA squared. So CYA, we all know, is cover your ass. But the mm -hmm. other side of CYA um, that I also teach at San Diego State in their extended studies program for HR is care for your associates. So there's two sides. Um, there's the cover your ass and care for your associate side for any business. And what happens is many businesses tend to swing the pendulum too far one way or the other, where they're so concerned with the law that they just aren't paying attention to their employees and really investing in them and caring for them. But then there's those other employers, lawyers, um, partners that we've been dealing with that swing the pendulum to the other way. And it's like, we're family and mm. we're going to operate just like a family. And then we're dysfunctional all of a sudden. And we don't know why we've become this dysfunctional family. And so each organization has to find their sweet spot, which is there in the middle, um, that middle ground and figuring out what really works for them. And when you do that, that's when you have the least amount of risk in your business and you have the most happy employees. That is one heck of a story. First of all, I mean, you wanted to go higher after being on some high rise hotels. <laughs> I mean, that was that's OK. I can understand that. Uh, but second, the way you describe the CYAs, I mean, I never thought of it the other way, but there's a, not it's not just attorneys. There's a lot of small businesses that do hire family and then do hire people who are close to them that they treat like family. And this is where we have a lot of issues uh, with employer employee relationships, especially in California, right? I mean, the reason yes. why those hotels wanted you to come back and be the director is because you understood both sides of this. Oftentimes right. I feel like HR and the company culture are at ends with each other, right? One wants to be so awesome and friendly and the other one's always blowing the whistle and being the police. So how do right. we find that happy medium? Well, I think that it starts with understanding and knowing your legal obligations and the, and the regulations, which, which most organizations don't know. Even what I found is working with law firms. You know, I just thought I had the assumption, well, I'm not going to really talk to law firms because they're, they're attorneys. They know this stuff. They, you know, well, I, I found the opposite. They don't always know these things. They're focused on their caseload. They're focused on where they can add value. Mm. And so they're not really focused on that. So understanding what that landscape looks like, what happens is though that many times. San Diego Wi-Fi. 
And that's when they go to the CY, the, the cover your ass side, rather than caring for their associates because they're afraid mm. and they're operating out of fear. All right. So if they're operating out of fear, um, if they're if they're afraid to make any commitment, I guess, or or lend out some of those feelings, you know, how how do we draw them back, though? How do we if you have an, an, an attorney who's all about that feel, all about the culture uh, and doesn't have any authority, how do you continue to have the buy in like you did before when you start when you switch it from, you know, family to employer employee? Right. So I, I can give an example with a law firm that we're working with right now, which they've got a great culture. And but they started out with just a handful of people in 2015 and they've grown now to have 40 plus employees so that although they're still so friendly, so caring, so employee focused, whether it's a paralegal or a receptionist or an attorney, they don't have the systems and processes in place in order to keep them um, going strong and then able to scale more. They, they're missing that foundation. So what we do at Guided Leadership Solutions is we start with a strategy package or strategy session that we get everything out. What do you, what do you need to keep doing? What do you need to stop doing? Uh, what do you need to start doing? And really analyze their business as a whole, as well as um, checking their business for compliance because what are your hiring practices? What are, what's your performance management look like? Are you being consistent with corrective action? And do you have a handbook? And if you do, is it compliant? And, and if it's compliant, is it too attorney-like to where mm -hmm. someone reads it and it's like, okay, this is, I don't even understand it. You know, does, is there any culture in the handbook? And so really to come in and to take those and marry the two and then put together um, a talent acquisition and hiring and onboarding process, a performance management um, process, along with compliance and culture, because they have to go together. Um, and then all the way through to separation of employment. So once once um, a firm has completed, um, now they can go through the strategy session, get all the action plans in order of of importance that, you know, in order of risk for them to take care of and, and move on, do it themselves. But what we find is they don't have the time. They mm. don't have the time. So that's where we come in. We put them on a, on a month to month retainer, usually for six months to a year, depending on how big they are. And then we go through that whole process with them. And we, we make sure they have pay equality and that they have policies in place for all of these things, that they have the the harassment and diversity training, as well as a complaint process if someone comes forward and then what to do when a complaint comes forward and how to do an investigation. So we really work with their key stakeholders in order to instill everything in them to bring them all the way through this so that when, when they've completed with us and, and they could stay on with maintenance if they want to um, continue to get updates and things like that and have a phone a friend. But at the end of the, the main process, they're just fully equipped with everything in their tool belt, whether they need it or not. They've got every type of screwdriver there is, right? They may only use the Phillips and the flathead, but, you know, I don't even know if there's another type. My husband would be disappointed in me. But anyway, they have everything that they need, whether they use it or not. I've told managers many times is you don't have to fire your gun. But if you're going into battle with with an empty pistol, then that's that's a problem. 
So you have to be able to have everything loaded in there, ready to go, just in case, because you got to be ready. Now you're you're coming from a very extensive background in HR. So yes. when you know, and, and then you go into consulting on HR. Um, you know, when you when you sit down and talk to some of these attorneys, how do they even know that they're in a position where they need to start implementing these things? Like like you know, what what's as a consultant, you know, what pain points are you are you pointing or directing at when consult when trying to get a new attorney as a client right you know here's where we can we can really relate to any business but especially with attorneys it's all the money that they're losing right now the money mm -hmm. they're losing in productivity um, the money that that they're losing in turnover the the cost of turnover is so high um, the money that they're losing in in um, even even damage, uh, damage control with their business. If someone's not representing them in the way that they, you know, if the employees are running, are running the company, right? Regardless whether it's, it's a law firm or any kind of business, your employees are the ones running your company. So you need to instill in them every, everything that you have so that they are running your company effectively. And then you work on your business, not in your business, which tend, it tends to be the opposite. And then, and then, you know, lawyers or, or partners in law firms are very frustrated because their their other lawyers and their other employees are not working to the level that they are. Well, they've got to step out of working to that level um, on caseloads and those kinds of things. Step out and step into that ownership role, and and really set the tone for the business mission values, critical actions, all of those things, those, those things take time um, to really instill in a, in a business. And it has to come from the top down. Yeah. That the, the leadership has to decide that that's what they want to do. Um, have you, have you had issues where employees don't want to convert or, uh, well, I mean, once ownership does, they decide they want to move forward, but but where you have employees are that are really into, you know, can't teach an old dog new tricks type thing. Like we've, this is the way we've done it always going forward. This is what works for us. Right. Right. Well, what we always say is, is what got you here is not going to get you there. So, you know, even for employees, you know, for your own growth, I am so, it, it's such a passion of mine, not just to help businesses grow, but but to help people grow. I mean, we're mm -hmm. iron sharpens iron and we're all helping each other be better every single day. And, and so I don't want to just stop at, you know, I want you to be a good employee. Um, I want, I want to help you be the best version of yourself that you can be and, and have you excited to come to work every day. And that comes more from within than it does from the external circumstances, which there's some things obviously that can be done and should be done. But sometimes it's that it's that internal place. And, and sometimes people just don't work out. You, you change the culture and then all of a sudden this one person sticks out and then maybe it's time to have that conversation to say, are you really happy here? Uh, would you be happier in an organization that that saw things more the way that you do? Because here's where we're going and we're not going to stop going there. Right, right. We have a vision of where the company wants to go. Um, right. Speaking of vision where the company wants to go. How do I know that, you know, if, if I'm an attorney and I'm, I'm looking for something to get started, like at what point do I start looking at these types of options? Is it, you know, once I get one administrator, is it when I start bringing on partners? Like at what point do I start thinking in terms of HR? So 
with your first employee, I think that that law firms should start thinking about HR. Now, that might not be when they're ready and wanting to bring someone on, but it's a much quicker, much more painless process because then you're building rather than than stopping something and recreating something. So um, we always encourage businesses, um, law firms, you know, the sooner you start working with someone, if it, whether it's us or someone else, um, the quicker you're going to see results and the, and the more quickly you'll be able to grow and to scale. And that's usually the businesses that we're working with, the law firms that we're working with. They aren't the law firms that have, you know, four or five people and they just want to stay in that four or five people bubble. You know, mm. we want to help them really maximize and create the life for them and their employees that they want, because that's part of why I went into business, not just to help others, but to create the life that I've, that I've worked so hard for and thought that I had to just work myself to death in order to get it. And I'm realizing, no, that's not, that's not the way. <laughs> and it's hard for me to pull back, you know, and rest and um, those kind of things. Well, it's like anything else. Once you've given something and you're used to receiving it or seeing it a certain way, then you're kind of expecting that to, you know, it's like giving a salary raise and then saying, Hey, you know what? We're going to have to pull that back. That's not as easy to do, right? That's not, that's right. not the same. Uh, that's not the same pitch. Speaking of which though, there we're going through a great resignation right now. So many people are leaving, right? Everybody's leaving. Uh, and they don't want to go back to an office type of job. They want to kind of continue this work from home. The Zoom thing works really, really well. We should be doing right. that. Um, how does that affect what you have in, you know, installed in the office or how we operate with employees when they're remote? Right. And I think that that's the perfect example of CYA squared. Um, so let's just take law firms, uh, for instance. So the cover your ass side is we want everybody in the office and we want them here from eight to five thirty or whatever it is. And no one can work from home because we're too afraid that if someone works from home, they're not going to be working. They're not going to, you know, we're going to lose productivity. There's that lack of trust there. Then there's the other side, which is the care for your associate side and say, um, swinging that pendulum so far and saying, hey, if you want to work from home, just let us know when you're working from home. If you need to be in the office, be in the office. Well, there's got to be that sweet spot of what's the policy around working from home and how are you being consistent? And it doesn't appear to be discriminatory because everybody's taking their time. They're working from home, doing their thing over here. And then Sally all of a sudden abuses the privilege. Well, a lot of times what happens is, OK, everybody back in the office because there's that reaction. Right. And it's because there haven't been parameters around that and a, and a telework or remote work agreement so that so that it's clear. And I think that's the big thing is clear is kind and we need to be clear about what our expectations are in order to hold our employees to those expectations. And many times those expectations are, are more internal, even though we think that we've communicated them, they haven't clearly been communicated. And, and then we try to hold employees to that standard and they don't know what the standard really is. I don't see what the problem was. It was no big deal before. Why is it a big deal now? And that's when people start to get upset. Mm, yeah. Uh, again, you've given me the opportunity. You've seen I made it happen and now you want to take it away. Oh, I don't know if I like that very much. Right. Uh, you know, COVID and then it's a punishment. Is, 
Right, then it's a punishment. And COVID has changed a lot of things. Now we have things like the uh, mandated vaccines. And now you have private companies that are deciding this is the way it's going to be. You're either going to be vaccinated or we're going to have to let you go. Um, you, you know, the, the mandate was with 100 employees or more. Um, and there are some law firms, some private companies that are just deciding, yes, this is something that I want to do. And other companies are saying, no, this is not what I want to do. From an HR perspective, how do you approach that when it's such a sensitive, hot topic? Right, right. And I think you you approach it with authenticity and, and bring people together and be be willing to be vulnerable. Take your lawyer hat off and be willing to say, hey, this is what's coming down. This is what it is. We want to talk about it. And we know that it's that it, you know, this is going to create some angst for some people. So we want to talk about what's the best way to navigate forward. We're not going to have an answer that's going to make everybody happy. It, it's mm. just not going to happen. But if we can talk about it and we can, we can, for the most part, do our best to follow and be compliant and care for you at the same time, that's a win-win to us. Because if this business doesn't keep going, then you don't keep going either unless you you go somewhere else. So we're all in this together. So let's come up with a solution. Some people aren't really comfortable with that. And so when that's the case, then then we we talk about what's the what's the best way to communicate what you really want to do. Our goal is it's always best to say yes, unless there's a good reason to say no. So let's look at it at the most positive way that that you can create a policy around this. And then what's the most positive way that you can present it and not in an email, not with something everybody has to sign and it's not even talked about. There's got to be that's the that's the cover your ass side. But the care for your associate side says, hey, I have all these things that that we need to go over. We talk them through, we work it out. And then now I need you to sign this so that I have it in your file. Um, and I think employees understand that, especially if if you give them the why behind and they understand the difficult place that you're in as well mm -hmm. as the difficult place that they're in. Yeah, authenticity is is everything. Yeah. Um, let's, let's make a pivot a little bit. Let's talk about your business as a consultant. Um, Every entrepreneur, no matter what level they're at, there's always something in the back of their mind, something that's keeping them up at night. Uh, you know, it, you've you've had success in your industry, but what is it that's keeping you up at night? I think for for me, what keeps me up at night is that we are literally building the plane as we're flying it. So we took off very quickly. Um, you know, as you can see, this this model is could be very helpful for people, especially with the great resignation, especially with so many lawsuits out there and so many things. And so when we hit the ground, you know, with our business and, and it's morphed along the way as businesses do. But we have gotten very, very busy quickly. Um, not that we can't take more clients. We're looking at hiring already and, and those kind of things. But um, we want to be sure that we're offering the best products. And so that's what keeps me up at night. The idea of, OK, I want to add more to our performance management. I want to I want to enhance um, how we walk someone through separation. And and it's constantly just leveling up. 
And so I don't want to stay stagnant. I want to keep leveling up because if I, you know, if I don't level up, how can, how can our clients level up? You know? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody's looking at that next step. Uh, So when you, when you are trying to figure out what that next step is going to be, um, where do you go to find your answers? Who do you, who do you look up to? Who, Who are some of your mentors, books or things that you, that you go as a resource to kind of help you get clarification on what that next level will look like? Absolutely. So for me, I have a business partner. Um, and she and I work very well together. I'm more the outgoing, um, strategic, creative. She's the systems, the processes. I mean, she could live in a spreadsheet and you open a spreadsheet for me and I, oh, you know, <laughs> me too. We're, we're a good combination <laughs> for that. And we know where our lanes are and we give each other freedom in our lanes, but we really, it's great to bounce everything off one another and to get the other perspective. So that's one one thing. Um, I've had um, great mentors in my life um, that have kind of, I've had so many, I don't want to name any because I don't want to leave anybody out, but I've had so many great mentors along the way. Um, but also podcasts have been such a huge influence um, on me. I, I really, I love Brene Brown. That helps with my courage and my vulnerability and all of that. And clear is kind, that comes from her. Um, Biz Chicks with Natalie Ekdahl. Um, we we love listening to her. I listen to her all the time and my business partners in the Six Figures Lab with, with her right now. Um, and um, I, I've listened to so many others, but not as much on the consistency that I have of, of those two. But that's how I found you guys. I was just, I just bounce around and I, when I, when something resonates, with me and and the message that you have so resonates with me and the way you know um, the way that you both look at life uh, resonates with me then then that's what I want to be a part of you know yes I want to grow my business yes I want to get my name out there and and all of those things but I want to do it with people I like I want to mm. do it with people that that we're like minded because together we can accomplish so much more um, and and I don't have to worry about that one executive team member who really, you know, rubs me the wrong way anymore. I just don't engage. I I have, I have my, my circle of influence and, and that's wonderful. Yeah. And it's your, it's your Zen zone. That's it. That's all you have to worry about. No, yeah. no worrying about anybody else. All right. Well, how about this? You know, I'll give you a quick little story. Well, you know, not too long ago, um, time flies now. But uh, James and I sat out and decided to build this little wall. And it wasn't like some masterpiece of a, of a wall. We just had never done it before. We built this small little retaining wall, basically broke our backs for like a week digging and stuff, you know, just, just kind of talking and hashing things out while we did a project together. Uh, but it was cool at the end of that project to look back and say, I built that. You know, like I, I created this thing and it's straight and, you know, it's holding up the dirt. It all works. <laughs> I made this thing. There's this sense of pride to, to show an accomplishment, a, a success. Yes. So what does success look like to you? If you could look back and say, this is what it's going to look like when I'm done, or when I'm ready to walk away, what does that look like to you for your business? I think that looks like being 100% present in whatever I'm doing, not worrying about, do I need to get a couple more clients to be sure that we can, you know, pay the bills and all that kind of thing. But it's just being able to be in whatever I'm doing, whether it's in my business, 
with my granddaughters, you know, um, going to play tennis, whatever it is that I can be 100 fully percent present in that moment uh, without all the other distractions. That's really what success looks like to me. Mm, that's a good description. And, you know, James and I always talk about that a, a lot. Like, what, what does the end game look like? Uh, you know, and we, we've even hovered around the idea of, you know, maybe success is where you don't have to work anymore. And we, we were like, yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. And then like a day or two later, we're like, no, I think we actually like the work. The work with purpose is something that you got to wake up to every single day. You know, right. doing nothing sounds great until you are actually doing nothing. Then it's not very good. It's actually really boring, right? Right. Uh, and, and I don't know. It's something about that that idea of being 100% present. And, and But the way you described it makes total sense. Not having the little thoughts in the back of your mind, the little doubts, that little imposter syndrome who's just oh, yeah. thinking to come out and tell you how horrible you are. Just to be able to look back and say, yes, like I've earned this moment. I've earned this meal. I've earned this time with my family. Absolutely. Right? 100%. So beautiful. Yeah. All right, uh, Don, you've been an amazing guest. So much experience that you have. Plus, you're right here in San Diego. So thank oh, no, you very and much. A native. I'm a native. And, and a native. <laughs> and a native. So, uh, you know, we've had a couple of attorneys. I mean, you can see the bulldog right here, uh, you know, from uh, Battle Fulkerson. Uh, and, you know, there are a lot of people who, are, who know us here in San Diego. So before we head out, how can people get a hold of you? If this is something they need for their law firm or something they need for their business, how can they get a hold of an HR expert like yourself? Absolutely. So to go to our website is one way. Um, to follow us on any of our, our channels is, is another way. You can reach out to me directly, Dawn, D-A-W-N, at guidedlead.com. And I'm happy to answer any questions, grab a cup of coffee, and have a discussion. Awesome. All right, ladies and gents, HR is one of those things that I know Everybody knows it's like accounting. It's like taxes. Nobody likes to talk about it, but everybody right. has to do it and might as well have an expert on your team helping you fill in the gaps where you don't even know that there's a gap. You're just going to step in the hole and fall down unless you have a net there. And uh, Don's providing the CYA twice, not once, but twice. So make sure you guys <laughs> check that out. All right, Don, thank you very much for coming on the show. I got one last question for you. Uh, we're, sure. we're big on creating testimonials. That's one of the things we do in creating content at scale on the show. So what was your experience like on the Business Bros podcast? This was amazing. It was much better than I expected. Um, I'm a fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. So I don't have a problem coming on and just talking about whatever, whenever. Um, but I can, I can sense your passion and your genuineness and authenticity, which just made it so easy. It's like, I can't believe we're done. Um, and, and I just, to be able to share my heart and, and share it the way that I want to, rather than being scripted. It's amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you very much again for coming on the show, ladies and gents. Uh, by the way, every once in a while, we get we get guests that come up with some great theme music and like just to, come on, bring house, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. All right, we'll see you guys again next time. Don, thank you very much for being on the show. Enjoy your weekend, ladies and gents. We're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. 
If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.